lovely listeners. I'm recording this podcast for anyone who's found themselves in a situation where they are now schooling at home. Um, And I say schooling at home instead of homeschooling because there's a slight difference um, as far as I can see in the respect that um, people who have been at school have no choice now but to school them at home. And when you're schooling them at home, you are not responsible for the curriculum that they are undertaking because the responsibility still sits with the the school. People who choose to homeschool are choosing what education their children get and therefore they are responsible for planning and deciding what curriculum and how the learning of their child takes place. Um, having said that, there are lots of um, lots of similarities and um, I'll try and unpick some of those today and try and give you as many tips as I can um, with my experience of, of being an ex-head teacher and my experience of, of homeschooling my two children. So the first thing that I'd like to say, because I'm seeing so much panic on Facebook, uh, particularly at the moment, there are resources flying out here, there and everywhere from lots of lovely people. Um, But the first thing I'd say is don't panic. Um, Take the time to spend, well, give yourself a holiday. You know, we're we're coming up to the Easter holidays uh, or what would have been the Easter holidays. So plan that now. Just give yourself a couple of weeks to digest what is happening in this world, uh, to touch base with your children and check that they're okay you know they've been in school for the past couple of weeks that must be a really stressful place for those children to be with teachers you know um, some of them having to go and care for families so classes being lumped together um, teachers trying to plan and make sure that they're ready for this um, virtual world of of schooling so actually your your child is probably um, holding on to some fear which, which may lead them to be slightly anxious, um, you know, and, and over-protecting um, these children with, like, the constant washing of hands and things like that will have um, an impact on, on how, they f- how safe they feel in the world. So I would say take a deep breath, just play with your children and just really just get them feeling safe and happy back at home. It'll also give you a little bit of time to to consider what you think will be the best setup for your child um, learning at home. Um, I I would like to say at this point that most people, when they choose to homeschool, do something that's called de-schooling, which is where you allow a certain amount of time or however long it takes. Um, in my case, it took three months to take the school system out of the child and enable the child to kind of relax back into who they are. And then you start to um, decide on what, what learning you're going to, uh, what learning style you're going to take on and you start to move on from there. But uh, I appreciate that 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 won't be the case for many of you because you are being told or you are being sent stuff from school uh, for your children to to do whilst they're at home so but just bear in mind that you know that that that's a truth most people take three months six months a year to settle themselves into a totally different 
um, environment of learning. So don't be too hard on yourself when things don't kind of work because that you will go through that. You will be bashing your head against the brick wall sometimes and thinking, ah, oh, I can't get them to do this. Or So just take a nice deep breath. Imagine it's a holiday. Give yourself some time to work out how this is going to work. Now, some of you will be trying to work from home, I'm sure. So that adds another dilemma to um, to the picture. So for this and, you know, I, I, I run a small business myself and my husband um, works away during the week. So actually for me, um, I have to divide a little bit of a timetable in the week according to when I'm going to be working and what the children are going to do at that time when, when I'm working. And um, actually a beautiful story behind this is that is where I learnt um, that play is so important to our young people. It doesn't really matter how old they are, but I was like, felt really guilty at first for sort of sitting at the table or sort of putting myself in the corner of the room and saying, right, mummy's got to do an hour's work and I need to make this phone call. And, you know, oh, my gosh, they're just playing. Oh, that's not really. And actually, I started to reflect and, and, and see what they were doing while they were learning. And I was blown away. In fact, um, it, the, learning, the learning enabled the children to a kind of whatever they had been or learnt, whatever they had learnt, sorry, they then used that in their play and they kind of got a greater depth, a real deeper embedded understanding of what it what it was they were learning a week, two weeks ago, three months ago. So it's really important on so many different levels. So don't feel guilty about the fact that they're they're sat and they're playing while you need to do some work. The other thing is that we have to remember is that when children are at school, they're at school nine to three. They are, you know, they, they are learning. They are sat at their desks a lot of that time, but not the whole time. And so don't think that when you're at home with your children from nine to three, they need to be doing learning with maybe an hour's lunch break and a little break here and there. Um, don't think of it like that because it's totally different when your child is, is, is like in a one-to-one situation with you or a one-to-two or three. Um, you know, in school, they have an hour's lesson on maths, say, there's 30 children in that class, there's one teacher. And if you sort of portion out the time, that teacher is literally spending two minutes of that hour with your child. And so therefore, um, you will find at home that you need to spend varying times on pieces of, of learning that you're doing with your children. So my son, Finn, who's eight, um, I can spend as little as five minutes on maths or as much as like 20 minutes, half an hour, just depends on the task in hand. OK, so also don't think about learning being Monday to Friday because you're at home with your children now seven days a week. So if you need to work on specific days during that Monday to Friday, you know, think of it as a broad a whole week um, and think of it like, you know, whatever time your children get up to whatever time they go to bed. Some of the most amazing learning from my children that I've seen happens after dinner in the evening. So, you know, you might find that um, that, that your children are going to work better at different times in the day. So 
once you've had a little break and you've reconnected with them and you've kind of digest everything that's happened, then you can start to create a little timetable um, and hopefully involve them in that, make them part of this whole decision making like, when do you like learning? How do you like learning? Do you like sitting at the table? Or do you prefer to lie down on your tummy with a with your paper on a on a on a book on the floor? Because by doing it like that, by letting them take a bit of ownership of their learning, you will get the best out of them. Um, I've heard some really, really scary stories um, just in the last couple of days about parents getting really overexcited about becoming a teacher and talking about dressing up as a teacher, changing their living room, putting posters up, making their kitchen into what looks like a canteen at lunchtime. And I would just say, no, don't do it. Honestly, um, A, you're creating a load of work for yourself. But B, your children will not see you as a teacher, even if you're dressed up as one. Um, when I when I when I quit my job as a head teacher and started home educating at home, first thing I did was just think, okay, well I'm just going to replicate school with all my experience at home, and it failed. It, it failed miserably. The children were like, but you're mummy, you're not a teacher. So um, what I've learned is that actually as mum dad whoever is is at home with the children it's it's about facilitating learning it's about learning alongside them and it's not about being that didactic teacher at the front who is telling children what to do and we have to remember that teachers kind of have to take that sort of role on because they are actually trying to manage 30 children in a class so that's why it it, it looks a little bit more um formal in that in that whole um, delivery of learning and and you just you just don't need to do that with your children I think you'll get you'll get a much better buy-in from them if you work alongside them and um, and you just support them in that way Um, a lot of people are emailing me saying that they're really really stressed about stuff that's been sent home and you know they don't know how to do it how that how they're going to deliver that to their children and I would say don't don't pretend you know everything. You know, even teachers don't know everything in the classroom and they'll get stumped by questions from various children. So don't pretend to know. Just say, okay, um, let's look this up. You know, we are fortunate in the respect that we're in a world of um, of this modern technology and you can pretty much find an answer to anything that that, that you want to. So I would just say, oh, I've not done this like this when, when I was at school. It's a bit different. Let's have a little look. Let's try and break it down. Um, if it's not working and you, you, you know, your child's getting frustrated, leave it, come back to it um, and, and don't stress about it. Um, the other thing that I would really like to point out is what I've seen some of these worksheets that are coming home from schools, um, which are really, really frightening because I've, I've seen worksheets with like 100 questions on and I'm thinking, really, you're going to make a child sit there and do 100 questions? If you start a little topic or a little um, something that your teachers asked you to do with your child and they are absolutely flying with it, they've done five, six, seven questions and they're like, they can do this. Don't carry on. What a waste of time. If they know how to do it, just reassure yourself that they can do it and that's fine. The other side of that is where you can obviously see that your child is struggling with it. Okay, so it's really hard sometimes not to get frustrated yourself when your child can't do something so 
take a deep breath and just say to your child, if you can't unpick it and you can't see the steps behind what they're being asked to do to be able to take a step back, just say, let's leave this for now. And what else would you like to do for the moment? And and then try and have a little look at it and see if you can unpick it um, and or, or look it up and, and see. Or go back to your teacher because they'll all be um, working via email and things and just say, you know, they really don't get this. Can you give me the steps prior to this so I can go back a step? Um, and just think of it like that. So um, I would also um, really like to say that one of the things that's really worked for me at home is making my, sure that my children are brain ready for a bit of, of learning. So children do not like sitting still and actually they're going to relish in the fact that being at home means that they don't have to sit at a desk for as long as they do in a, in a classroom. So that's why I'd really be interested in you asking them how do they like learning, you know. Um, and, you know, even in offices now, modern offices, they are recognising that people sometimes like to stand up and work from their laptop. So they're, you know, coffee benches here, there and everywhere. And people aren't expected to sit down in, in that same way. So don't um, don't feel that the learning environment has to be exactly the same as as that in school where they're sat down. Um, so my children, to get them brain ready, um, we do a lot of physical stuff. Okay, so I learned really quickly when my children um, were, you know, in the early stages of being homeschooled, that children like to jump and move and it's quite annoying. You know, they're jumping on the sofa, there's stuff lying around all over the place. But actually, if you observe what they're doing, their bodies need to move and they are happier when they're moving when they're running when they're jumping when they're skipping when they're upside down um and they you will get more out of them i promise you do a little experiment one day don't don't have any kind of physical activity and just put it there and and see what they do and the next day plan in you know if you want to want to create a bit of fun have a little obstacle course or something random like that or if it's lovely and sunny get outside do a few cartwheels on the on the um on the grass. So talk to your kids about, you know, what do they like to do? How do they like to move? What is, what would, what would help them get into the right mode for doing a little bit of, of um, learning? And um, you'll be, you'll be surprised to see, see what they do. If you, you want any inspiration um, from that, um, you can have a little look at my um, Instagram, which is homegrown underscore learning. And I, I put up a daily um, a daily story which just shows um, one example of a piece of learning that they've done that day. Um, and you will see how random and how um, funny and how it happens all over the place at different times and all of that kind of thing. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, Homegrown Learning, or through my website, homegrownlearning.co.uk. Um, and I would like to also just say before I before I sign off that a lot of people are saying to me, wow, this actually gives me the chance to see what it's like to homeschool. So remember what I said at the beginning, that is slightly different in the respect that you are schooling them at home. And actually homeschooling is all about you deciding what style of learning you're going to um you're going to follow 
and um, and how you're going to set up your curriculum and the day. Um, I created an app called Collage, which you can find on um, the website homegrownlearning.co.uk. And the idea behind um, Collage was that learning happens all over the all over the the day, and I wanted to be able to capture all these learning moments. So the idea is that. I don't know, say you take a photograph of, of something your child's done or they've done a piece of work on the computer and you upload it. You can upload it to collage. You can slot it into a subject if you want to and it will chronologically store the work that's happened there. So you see progress over time, which is really helpful for, um, for homeschoolers. Um, but the other thing that may be useful to some people who are actually wanting to use this opportunity to see if they might want to homeschool and they're interested in the national curriculum and where their children would be. Um, when you register for collage, you put in their date of birth and the system will actually pre-populate the national curriculum objectives for your child at that age. Now you can manually change that because with all due respect, children aren't um, all at the same level um, so that your child might be more advanced in math, so you can you can put them up to a year group that you feel is more appropriate, or or lower that if you feel your children your child um, needs to have some additional um, um, learning happening prior to the age that they're at. Um, but when you upload your your piece of evidence and you put it into the subject, you then also get the option of the national curriculum objectives that you can assign to that um, photograph and then basically at the end of it you can see on a report basis what 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 areas you've covered and what what you've still got to do and um, I, I'm kind of blown away with what I see from my own children because I as a homeschooler we just cover so much of the curriculum that um, you know in schools um, it is it is staged according to terms, days, and actually sometimes it takes longer for schools to cover what you can cover at home. Um, and the other lovely thing about collage is it allows you to, if, you, if, if you're not being prescriptive about what you want your children to do, you will see what they naturally do because you'll see there's little dials for each subject which shows you how much um, coverage you've done. And so like, for example, with my son, it's for him, it's mainly about design technology, art, science. Whereas my daughter, it's about art, um, PE, um, English. So it helps me to sort of build a picture of these, um, of my children. And also it helps me to see kind of those next steps. So if you want, if you have any questions along, along your journey that you want to ping me please do I'd be happy to try and help in any way I can um, and my email is hello at homegrownlearning.co.uk um, and I wish you all the best because this is um, a tricky time for everyone even homeschoolers you know we're we're all extremely um, sad about the fact that we are not going to be able to so socialize and we're setting up virtual social groups all around the place to try and enable our children to kind of um, keep those friendships going. So 
just sending my love to everyone out there and um and let's just pull together and see if we can help each other through this 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 awful time but for now keep calm and carry on and get your questions coming to me take care everyone bye